Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time of the day you're watching this broadcast, this is Dr. Eric Tangumon came with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. We believe everybody has great potential in them, no matter where they were born, no matter who gave birth to them, no matter how they look on the outside. Each person is created in the image and likeness of God. And we are here on a mission. There is an assignment for each and every one of us. Nobody is a result of an accident. Every human being that is born is born at the right time, in the right place, for the right purposes. If you're listening to me today, I want you to listen and listen carefully. If you are feeling confused, if you're feeling dejected, if you're feeling oppressed, depressed, discouraged, I want you to hear this. Your life has meaning. Your life has purpose. You are here for a time such as this. God created you. He has an assignment for you. And I want to encourage you to ask God to reveal that which he has called you to do and to do just that. If you are not yet having a relationship with your creator, you can do that today. God has already made the provision. He's beckoning on you to tend to him, to call out to him. And he will answer and answer speedily. We've been talking about racism. We're in chapter four, not chapter five of my book. Racism, where is your sting? A provocative look at the beginning and the end of racism. I want to encourage you to get a copy and read it, read it slowly, read it meditatively, read it, reflect over it. It's going to change your life. Share the message with other people. Get copies for others. I've always said, light will always win over darkness. Light will always win over darkness. It doesn't matter how dark it gets. When light shows up, darkness always flees. Racism is darkness. Let us shine the light of truth into it and let it dissipate and disappear. 
Chapter 5 is talking about the way forward. I don't like complaining. I don't like blaming. I don't like making excuses. Because no matter how good, how justifiable, how convincing excuses are, they don't solve anything. They keep you where you are. Last week, or during the last broadcast, I said the way forward. I get it. I get it. I titled it like that because I had an exchange with an African-American contact or friend on Facebook. And this person said, dude, you were not born here. You're clueless about what America has been through, what the African-Americans have been through. Therefore, you're not qualified to say anything. Well, Joseph was not an Egyptian. He was a slave. He lived in Egypt for 13 years, yet when Egypt had a problem, he proposed a solution. I've lived in the United States for more than 19 years, and all I'm doing is proposing a solution to a vexing problem. You take it or leave it. I'd like to hear your comments and what you think. I'll try to move today very slowly because I don't want to be misunderstood. I know this is a very touchy subject. Yet, for us to move forward, we are bound to talk about it. And I want to encourage you as to listen. If you disagree with what I'm saying, please leave your comments in the comment section. By the way, this has been uh, streamed on multiple platforms. Because of that, I won't be able to interact with you live. However, if you leave your comments, questions, when the broadcast is over, I'm going to get back to you and answer to the best of my ability. Part of this is just to initiate that dialogue because if we don't talk, we'll never be able to arrive any uh, solutions. And do me a favor. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, please do so. Great content is coming your way. Share the broadcast as well. Encourage other people to join us. Today we're going to be talking about the parallels between the life of Joseph and those of the African-Americans in the United States. Please listen to it and listen carefully. There are too many parallels between the life of Joseph and the African-Americans in the United States of America. And it is not possible to solve you know, the complexity or the interplay between the life, the complexity of some of the issues we're having in the country right now in a few paragraphs. However, I am going to uh, you know, say a few things that we, we, make, we, we make you to think. Like Joseph, 
the ancestors of the African-Americans were caught and sold to Europeans and Arabs. Joseph was caught and sold by his brothers. The ancestors of the African-Americans were caught and sold by their brothers. Those who were caught and sold did not deserve to be treated like this, just as Joseph did not deserve to be treated the way he was treated. Nothing can explain away the fact that hate, anger, and bitterness push Africans to catch their own brothers and sell them to foreigners without remorse. You know, while some have argued that those who were sold into slavery were criminals and rejects of society, this justification is not enough. What crime did millions of people commit? Some estimates say about 10 million Africans were involved in the transatlantic slave trade. Are we saying that 10 million people committed heinous crimes? Really? That can be true? Even if they committed a crime, the penalty was too severe. Another excuse that is given is that the Europeans showed up, these were foreigners, and they lied to the Africans. They lied to them because they didn't tell them that they were going to carry their brothers and sisters that were bound to a far-off country and subject them to the worst conditions under the sun. Therefore, the Africans were not aware of the hellish conditions to which these slaves were going to be subjected to. However, it makes no sense that a foreigner shows up and corrupts you with material stuff and you end up selling your own flesh and blood to them. It makes no sense. There is zero, zero justification on the part of the Africans who were involved in the slave trade. There is zero justification. Don't blame it on the Europeans who showed up. The brothers of Joseph sold him, just like the Africans sold their own brothers. When we're trying to unravel this issue, we must look at it from all angles. All the justification doesn't hold. Foreigners show up, you cash your own people and sell them to these foreigners. What were they thinking? In the case of Joseph, his brothers thought he was worth just 20 pieces of silver. Can you imagine his brothers thinking that his worth could be reduced to some arbitrary Monetary value, can you imagine that? 20 pieces of silver? Life is secret and should never be reduced to a level of a commodity. Unfortunately, those on the African continent fell into this temptation because they thought gunpowder, guns, gin, and other material things brought by the Europeans were worth 
more than their own flesh and blood. What motivated them? The brothers of Joseph were motivated by, you know, let's sell him for 20 pieces of silver. The Africans were like, oh, we like the gin, we like the gunpowder, we like the guns, we're going to take them and give you our own flesh and blood. Yeah, some of the slaves came from one ethnic group, attacking the other ethnic group, capturing people there and selling. Again, they're all Africans. They all look alike. It's evil. It's evil. It's universal. It's found everywhere. And that is why we must go past the sound bites and address this issue of the heart. Remember, I'm talking about the way forward, and I'm drawing the parallel between the life of Joseph and that of the African-Americans, because Joseph's story is a story of triumph above all odds. I covered many episodes on it. I would encourage you to go back and listen to them to understand why there is hope, to understand that God, the God of Joseph, is still alive today, and those that have been greatly wrong can look up to him and align themselves with the master plan, with God's supernatural agenda, and begin to experience true freedom and true deliverance. As you can clearly see here, Africans were not deceived, but the issues of the heart gravitated towards material things. They allowed what? Hate, greed, and selfishness already in their hearts to take over, just as the Europeans and Arabs buying slaves and at times forcefully abducting some were driven by these same issues of the heart. Everybody is manifesting sin, both the buyer of slaves and the seller. They are all sinners. They are driven by hate, by greed, by selfishness, by wickedness. The buyer and the seller are all guilty. The brothers of Joseph were no different. And they cannot justify their action under the pretext that their brother had shared his dreams that provoked them to sell him off. Remember Joseph told his brothers that, oh, I had a dream. I'm going to be a leader over you. And they hated the guy. It's hatred. These were brothers in the same family that all look alike. But that didn't prevent them from selling their own brother into slavery. The heart of man is desperately wicked. That is where we started. Remember Cain did not kill Abel, his brother, because he did something wrong. He committed the first murder out of anger and jealousy. We started chapter one there trying to lay down the, 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 the foundation 
of where this issue of hatred started. First two brothers, Cain and Abel, Cain killed his brother out of anger and jealousy because Abel offered a sacrifice and God accepted it and Cain's sacrifice was not accepted. Instead of him figuring out how to present a better sacrifice, he turned his anger and frustration towards his brother. The manifestation of the so-called racism, of the hate, of the wickedness, of the mistreatment that other people impose on other ones is nothing short of wickedness and evil. It's just what it is. We need to call it out. Let's stop trying to use racism to shield and protect and whitewash evil. It's evil. And the only way the evil is going to be defeated is when the light, the truth of God's word is shown into it. See, Cain allowed his negative feelings towards the success of his brother to take over him and he did the unthinkable. There was no racism here. There was no racism. But he killed his own brother. Every time we try to pin racism on people who are allowing their sinful nature to rule over them, we are missing the point. Each time somebody hates another person, it doesn't matter the color of their skin, it doesn't matter their socioeconomic status, it doesn't matter. Each time any human being treats another human being badly, the perpetrators, the oppressors, are manifesting evil. You cannot say, I mistreated you because of the color of your skin. No. What is driving you is the wickedness that is in you. It's sin that is driving you. We need to call it what it is if we ever want to come out of this problem. Let's continue looking at the parallel between African-Americans and Joseph. The Africans, like the brothers of Joseph, saw foreigners and sold their own flesh and blood without a second thought. Remember, the brothers of Joseph sold Ishmaelites and sold him to them. Like Joseph, these African-Americans were carried off to foreign lands under despicable conditions. Some of these slaves were resold to slave masters like Joseph. Joseph was caught by his brothers, stripped of his clothes, sold to foreigners who shackled him and dragged him to Egypt where he was resold. The African-Americans were caught by their brothers, shackled under despicable conditions, ferried over the Atlantic, brought to the Caribbeans and to the Americas where they were resold, just like Joseph was resold. 
they were not only enslaved, but forced to build a lot of wealth for their slave masters. They were not only sold into slavery, but they were put to work. They worked in plantations, slave labor, zero pay. Joseph also was sold to a slave master. He properly managed his business, the business of his master Potiphar, and made a lot of money for him. We are told Potiphar prospered. <coughs> but Joseph had zero pay. The African Americans were murdered, lynched, raped, exploited, and many terrible things were done to them. There isn't enough room here to list all the atrocities that were committed against them. Some of these things are too despicable to mention. It's a very painful past. It's a very painful past. Joseph too was accused falsely and thrown into prison, not because of anything wrong he did, Joseph obeyed God by refusing to commit adultery instead of being freed from slavery. He was thrown into prison for not sinning and going with the flow. It seemed God had abandoned him. Joseph the African-Americans, where is God? Where was God when Joseph was caught by his brothers and sold to Egypt? Why God didn't intervene to free him? Where was God when the Africans caught their brothers, sold them to Europeans who took them? to the Americas and enslave them. Why did God not intervene? Where was God when Joseph was forcefully accused and sent to prison? Where was God when the African-Americans were being lynched, mistreated, and put to slave labor. To answer these questions, you have to listen to the next but what I was saying today is this Joseph saw God walking everything together for his good. And I'm calling the African-Americans, 
And all those have been enslaved all over the world to see what God is up to. We're going to continue tomorrow. Thank you for watching. If you have questions, concerns, share them. Let me know. Share the broadcast. Subscribe to my channel. Stay tuned for more updates. God, fantastic day.